Welcome to the Proper Lookout Podcast, published by the Statutory Insurance Group of McCabe Kerwood. In this series, our CTP experts will discuss a range of topics, sharing their thoughts on an industry trend or an intriguing legal issue, explaining the intricacies of an important case, and hopefully imparting some of the knowledge that they have gained. Hi, and welcome to this week's McCabe Kerwood Proper Lookout Podcast. This is Vid Dragomirovic from the Statutory Insurance Team. Today we will be listening to part of a discussion from the Maya Masterclass panel that was held at McCabe Kerwood on 17 September 2019. Our panel was comprised of Belinda Cassidy, Special Counsel from Stax Goodcamp Lawyers, Andrew Stone, Senior Counsel from Sir James Martin Chambers, and our Peter Hunt, Principal at McCabe Kerwood. You'll first hear Paul Wallahan posing the question to our panel regarding the review being conducted by CIRA into the definition of minor injury. CIRA is to conduct a review of the uh, minor injury definition. What do you expect to come from that, Andy? I genuinely don't know. Will they rein back in on either of the two definitions that exist at the moment? Don't know. I'm still weighing my way through, and I'm not sure if CIRA have publicly published. Oh, this is not public? Okay. The interim report is out on Sirius reviewing the first 1,000 claims under the Act and following it through on a three-month, six-month, 12-month, and they've got two outside agencies doing it, and that's looking at, in effect, is it delivering on just or unjust outcomes of the people who are cut off around minor injury. I've got no idea whether the two critical definitions around soft tissue and psych will change. Beyond that, if I was a betting man, within 18 months, we will have a full table of names because there's a variety of other things that they will end up wanting to rule out. The biggest and most obvious one is scarring. And I've seen mixed decisions where basically it seems medical assessors are making stuff up as to whether scars are minor injury or not. And sure, my view is the way that's drafted, the skin is an organ and Scarring's damage to an organ, not a supporting structure for an organ. Although you can argue that the skin also supports, you know, your kidneys falling on the ground. So <laughs> is it supporting another organ? I'm positive that a doctor's not qualified to answer that legal question. And I think it's wrong that a two centimetre scar gets you past minor injury when, you know, DRE2 in the neck and back and 4% whole person impairment of the shoulder doesn't get you past minor injury. I think that's nuts. So I think that will eventually be evened out. But equally... Yeah, you know, I don't want scarring ruled out in its entirety because if you've got scarring that you know, is going to require three years of surgical work to patch you back together, that ought to run past six months. So we will have to end up with something far more comprehensive than we have now. The timeline for that, I've got no idea. I was going to say an even worse unfairness mm. is someone who's got DRE5 mm. in the neck, the thoracic and the lumbar, lumbar so that's 15% but they're soft tissue injuries. But I don't think you can get to DRE5 with soft tissue. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ridiculous signs, but not... Yeah. yeah. I certainly see the anomaly that it, I don't see why you should be over 10% WPI but called a minor injury. I mean, if we're accepting that over 10% WPI is the serious injuries and that this act is all about getting the money to the people who are seriously injured, I don't know why, you know, just like we deemed if you're in lifetime care, we're going to stop arguing about whether you're over 10%. I'm not sure why it's not deemed more than a minor injury if you, you know. I think I've seen two cases in 15 years of people scoring the trifecta of having DRE2 in the neck, middle one, thoracic, thoracic and lumbar. Yeah, it's not as if that's a scheme blowout in cost if you find, you know, three times DRE2 gets you there. 
So again, that might be something that's looked at as part of some review, but your guess is good as mine. I certainly don't think they're panicking that these are letting too many through. The, the minor injury test is proving at least as effective as anticipated. I don't think there's any complaints about people sneaking through who shouldn't. I think I can talk about these stats because they are given to the whole of the Injury Compensation Committee of the Law Society, and I know you see them. And I think they're even published on the CIRA website. But there's a um, snapshot on a, you know, the scheme on a page snapshot yeah, of probably. statistics. If you look at the number of claims where claimants have been assessed as having, that's by the insurer or by DRS as having minor injury or not, it's running at about 58% with minor injuries. Yeah. And that matches some data I see yeah. here that puts it at about 59. And my understanding was that the scheme was funded on the basis that 40% would be minor injuries. Mm. So that's a nearly 20%. Well, no, it's actually 50% percentage. Well, it's 50% and 20 percentage points. Yes. Yeah. So I, I don't think there's any complaints that the tests are soft and leaky. I think, except that there'll be a whole lot of miscellaneous things. Yeah. What do you do with dental and a whole variety of other things that will eventually see. Yeah, uh, we'll have the equivalent of the 10% WPI threshold and all of the argument around that replicated to go around minor injury would be my medium-term guess. The definition appears to be comprehensively dealing with not letting injuries that are considered minor injuries through the scheme, but inconsistencies remain with the method of assessment. An example that was provided was one of minor scarring qualifying as not a minor injury. However, that would appear to be at odds with a claimant who was assessed with a DRE Category 2 impairment across the cervical spine, thoracic spine and lumbar spine, particularly if that injury remains to be considered a minor injury. Perhaps Andrew Stone's comment regarding the implementation of a table of mains may be the answer going forward. For now, we will await the outcome of the serial review of the minor injury definition possibly before the conclusion of 2019. Watch this space as we will no doubt bring you our views on the review. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of The Proper Lookout. We will be back next week for another edition. In the meantime, please get in touch with us should you have any queries or wish to provide any feedback. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Proper Lookout podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. For more information on anything discussed, please contact Peter Hunt at peter.hunt at or visit our website to see McCabe Kerwood's full team of specialists.